Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Podcast. I am Jordan, along here with best friend Ryan. Hello, everybody. And tonight, brother Brandon is out. He has a little bit of the sniffles. We were going to do Back to the Future Part 2, but tonight we decided to do another Fudget, Part 3, The Revenge of the Fudgy. Revenge of Fudgy? Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Revenge of Fudgy. Revenge of Fudgy. It's not Fudgy Returns? No. When did Fudgy become the bad guy? Uh, Now. Okay. Right now. I like that character arc. It just happens all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody needs to, since we have a lot of you that are downloading us, somebody needs to please create um, a Fudgy character, like a cartoon, and we could use that as our logo. Yeah, but don't for... recreate Mr. Hanky. Okay, we're on to you, but we don't want to pay intellectual rights. I don't think Trey or Matt's gonna give a fuck about a small little podcast. <laughs> I don't. If they're cool like I think they are, they wouldn't give a shit. They're but, millionaires. Yeah, they don't care. But uh, besides this being just you know revenge of fudgy, right? Number three, uh, Ryan and I are probably gonna be talking mostly about wrestling. Yeah. Since that's one of two things that we have in common. Rumble just happened. Yeah. Um, last, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. Yeah. So I mean, it's still fresh and still exciting. It was a good show. I was, I was very impressed. One of the best Royal Rumbles I've ever seen. See, I, I would, say, I wouldn't say it's one of the best. It's one of the most entertaining. I, I, I was happy that the the people that won won their respective Rumbles with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka. Yeah, I'm not happy about Shinsuke. Not happy? I picked no. him. I picked him in our league, and 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 you didn't. He threw out the guy you picked because you're a moron. Yeah, I am a moron because I picked Roman Reigns because the WWE loves Roman Reigns so much that they just, I mean, I, I, I thought for sure since he lost his Intercontinental title, okay, he's going to win the Rumble, and then he's automatically going to go against Brock Lesnar, beat Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar's going to retire now, Roman Reigns is the Universal Champion. That was clear cut right there, going to happen. Oh, they're still going to do that. He's going to win the Elimination Chamber. He's going to win the Elimination Chamber because Finn Balor's now out of it. And well, they... Draw this past week. I haven't. I just started before it came over. They announced um, a fatal four-way. The the people that lost the, the elimination, the, the um, qualifying matches, Finn Balor, uh, Woken, Matt Hardy, and the other two people, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember. Bray Wyatt was one of them. I can't remember the other person. Um, Kane, I think. Kane? Yeah. Um, they're in a fatal four-way. The winner of that gets the final slot, the sixth slot in the elimination chamber. So that's going to be on a Raw show? Yeah, next week. So Finn Balor could potentially, could. but he has to go through in. Kane, Bray Wyatt, and Woken Matt Hardy. Yeah, I don't think. Well, because Bray Wyatt and Woken Matt Hardy have their own story separate of the main event scene. They're not main event guys. Which is bad. Kane. So it comes down to Kane and Finn Balor, and I think they'll give it to Finn Balor because I think they're trying to push him. Because I think they're trying to build a stable around him with the with the Gallows with, Anderson and the with club the Balor Club, which is the bad. Balor club. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a knockoff of the club. Um, from New Japan that they started, which... Um, yeah, but they're doing yeah. NWO stuff, though, with the Too Sweet. Which is what they did in, uh, in, in New Japan when, uh, when they were wrestling there years ago. That was, that was one of their things. They did the Too Sweet and the, the Wolfpack stuff. Since we're, okay, since we're talking about NWO real quick, do you would you agree, because I have two questions, do you think that the NWO was a better faction, or do you think DX was better? Which one? Better in terms of just overall, which one did you have more fun watching, NWO or DX? Well, um, as we talked, and I think it was our second episode uh, of me being in this podcast, I was a 
I'm a WWF guy through and through. I didn't really watch WCW a whole lot. I would watch the only times I'd really watch WCW um, would be Saturday nights um, because WWF didn't have anything on, and they, they had uh, WCW had like a power plant show or something like that. Yeah. Some called Saturday night. Saturday night, whatever. No name wrestlers, just there to wrestle. You know, yeah. just to put on a show, and make money. Um, so I never really watched uh, as it was happening. I was never really into all of that. Um, but I also never really cared about DX, to be honest with you. I never saw the appeal. I thought that DX was definitely Vince's answer to NWO. Oh, definitely. Um, I know that like his, his character of Mr. McMahon is definitely an answer to Eric Bischoff's character um, in, in NWO. Yeah. And the reason why I ask that question is because do you think that we will ever get another NWO DX kind of revolution again? No, I don't think we will. Um, at least not in the next decade or so it's it's on smaller programs like um uh, ring of honor and uh i actually think ring of honor might be the only one maybe new japan if they make headway in america like they're trying to do but there's no there's no direct competition for the wwe anymore like there was with wcw um tna tried to do it but they felt miserably because they uh, had horrible people in charge. Like the, the people Jeff Jarrett it. founded that, didn't he? Jeff Jarrett founded it. It got bought by this billionaire heiress lady, and she put um, Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan in charge, and they kind of ran it into the ground. Yeah, because Kurt Angle was on that too, wasn't he? He was in he was in TNA longer than he was in the WWF WWE. It's a damn shame about Kurt Angle. He was one of my favorites. I see. I never really saw the appeal of Kurt Angle. To be honest with you, I yeah. thought he was actually a good wrestler. Yeah, I mean, he was a good wrestler and all that stuff, but I just never, I don't know, I never got into his character. I never found him interesting. I, I, I remember being angry when he kept winning. Like, he came in, and he was this, this know-it-all heel and all that stuff, and he just kept winning and winning and winning, and I just, I don't understand why they didn't want to push, uh, why they didn't just keep the belt on Stone Cold Steve Austin the whole time. Oh, there you go. Kurt Angle, uh, uh, Roman Reigns is this generation's Kurt Angle. He is. He is. He's, uh... Uh, John Cena, same thing with John Cena too. They pushed like John Cena got to the main event scene. And he just fucking won everything. Yeah, and nobody really seems to like Cena anymore. I was again. I was never a fan of John Cena. I never was. That's why I kind of like Orton. But he also John Cena also came to prominence like right before I stopped watching too. So I never really saw like that. His like, whole his reign rise. at top was the the ten the decade I didn't watch wrestling. Same with me because I mean I stopped watching officially. In 2000, end of 2001, 2002, I stopped wrestling. I stopped watching wrestling. I, you know what? Yeah, I, 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 I actually, actually no. I stopped wrestling after 17. After WrestleMania 17, I, I, I kind of stopped because um, for 98 to 2001, it was wrestling. So I was 11 years old till 2001. So I was 11 to 14. That's a good age group. I mean, that's what they're aiming towards with the Stone Cold Attitude Era and all that stuff. And once um, once uh, I saw Vince McMahon and Stone Cold shake hands when he beat The Rock, I was like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done because I was so invested in, you know, Stone Cold doing what he did. And then all of a sudden, you know, boom, he's now he's now cool with Vince. And then now that I see all uh, – since, uh, since you and I have the network, um, I, I watch all the Stone Cold stuff afterwards, which I didn't know existed. Like when he was hugging Mr. McMahon and he was jealous that Kurt Angle was also Mr. McMahon's favorite. And I was like, oh, this storyline sucks. But that lasted for only a few months because they had the stupid invasion, which is actually one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was the invasion angle. Okay. 
and how awesome it should have been, but how terrible it actually was. Well, that's all. Boil, that all boils down to the mismanagement in WCW because when he bought uh, WCW, he had to buy all those contracts at the same time, and the top stars, the ones that he could bring in right away and make money off of, they had guaranteed contracts where they didn't have to wrestle. They could just sit and work their con- like wait for their contract to expire. So why not go with because the angle died very quickly? Why not have Shane go out on Nitro like he did? And say, the contract says McMahon, but it's not Vincent. You know, it's Shane McMahon. And it, so you buy the contracts at that time behind the scenes. Why not keep WCW alive for that year? Well, they tried that. They um, there's an episode of Raw they made a they main evented with the WCW match. Um, it was Booker T versus Buff Bagwell. And now you can you can see now why that's a bad idea. Um, and that they got booed. Those two guys got booed out of the arena, and that's when this man was like, "No," because their original plan was they were thinking about Monday Night Raw and then turning SmackDown into a WCW show, keeping it Nitro Thursday Night Nitro. Um, and then their experiment with Booker T and Buff Bagwell failed miserably, which is also partly WWF's fault because they spent like the past decade saying WCW is horrible, they're garbage, you know, so yeah. their fans are gonna not care. But why not just keep Vince out of it in the storyline? Why not just have Shane, because because Shane and Vince had that rivalry going on a little bit, why not just have Shane be the quote-unquote owner of WCW and let him battle his dad? Instead of Bischoff battling Vince, why not have a year of Shane versus Vince and then after Nash's contract is up, Goldberg contracts up, Hall, Hollywood, the big dogs, then do the invasion angle with Bischoff at the front runner. Well, you see what I'm trying to say? Kind of. So, so what actually happened to the people who don't, who have not turned this off because they're like, oh, professional wrestling is fake and all that stuff. Um, people that stuck with us, thank you very much. Um, the invasion angle, what actually happened is uh, the WWF at the time bought WCW when they went out of, when they went under, uh, like they were in debt like $20 million. And he was able to buy his main competitor for $2 million, which is ridiculous. Um, That's how much? It's only $2 million? Only $2 million to get, well, the, that was, to that get was, the rights to WCW. That was a kick in the bucket for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he got all their library tapes. And he, got, uh, he didn't get all the contracts for $2 million, but he got, you know, he got a lot of them. Um, and so the big plot line is that uh, Shane McMahon ended up buying WCW, not Vince McMahon. That's the actual plot line. Um, and then... ECW, which went out of business the year before, got bought by Stephanie McMahon because ECW was the third largest company, wrestling company at the time. And what happened was they joined forces, uh, Shane and Stephanie, WCW and ECW, they became the alliance, and their big plan was to invade and take over the WWF and kick Vince McMahon out. That was the whole storyline, um, and it failed because, as we said earlier, they did not get the big stars. There was no Hulk Hogan, there was no... Kevin Nash or Scott Hall, no Goldberg, no Ric Flair. You know, you got the, the main stars they were able to corral, Booker T and Diamond Dallas Page. Those were the big, the, the the two big ones. The two big ones. And they got they got a lot of no names like Canyon, um, Rhino. Who Rhino. was fat? One off Rhino subject. was already in the WWF. He looks fat now. He's very big. He is a very big man. What happened? 
I don't know. Anyway, we'll, uh, but we're going to end the show on on, uh, on the Rumble because I didn't want to talk about the Rumble. I just okay. we're going on the invasion angle, but and it's just okay. So hopefully, I'm just trying to explain this well. Hopefully, the fans can understand why I'm saying this. If in real life, behind the scenes, you buy the WCW and you know that you can't get the, your NWO characters back because really, that's what the NWO was against WCW. The NWO was WWF invading WCW, essentially, right? So why not keep that angle since it worked so well the first time and just wait for those contracts to expire so you can bring those people in, including Goldberg and so on and so forth, and just have a year of just WCW just being traditionally WCW with Shane running it. Shane's the new Bischoff. And then once the contracts expire, then bring in those guys and do that angle. That would have been a lot better. It would have, but I think um, I think why you don't go down that route is uh, like a financial reason, because WCW the viewership was way down. Um, a lot of people had jumped ship to WWF at the time, like former fans that were that would be WCW guys or now WWF guys. And if you invest all this money to kill time until you know for like a year and a half, that's I mean that's a large investment that you're not guaranteed is going to work out. So from a business standpoint, I don't know if that is the right choice to make because. Hmm. Mr. Fan wanted to, he did it so quickly and it was, it was so rushed because he wanted to capitalize on, on the heat and the notoriety of the fact that, you know, like a lot of people knew that he bought out WCW, so what's going to happen next, you know? And my, and, and, and my other question to that is that do you think if the roles were reversed, if WWF lost the war in real life and WCW actually bought WWF, do you think that we would still have WCW today? Do you think wrestling will still be wrestling um i don't that's a tough one because part of the reasons part of the reason why wcw went out of business is because um turner the turner group whatever merged with time warner or aol time aol aol and they didn't want to have anything to do with professional wrestling and the only reason wcw stayed on the air as long as it did was because of ted turner but since he had no power anymore they got rid of it so i if, if that didn't exist, yeah. if that whole aspect if that did didn't not happen, happen, yeah, I would say I would say maybe I would say maybe if um, if when the NWO first came out and WCW exploded and just was like the most popular wrestling brand in the world for uh, like two or three years, um, if they had if WWF had went out of business at that time, I'm not 100 percent sure we would still have uh, wrestling to the level that we have with the WWE network. Um, yeah, these these uh, stadium WrestleManias and stuff like that. I don't that. think that they would have had it because Starcade is no WrestleMania. It's and also you, um, WWE, the WWE is kind of falling into this territory too. Um, but WCW at the end of its run was relying on um, people who had name recognition. They weren't building stars, you know, which WWE is kind of doing. Where they're still pushing Randy Orton, they're still pushing, you know, John Cena. These guys that have been wrestling for over a decade. They're not really pushing. Um, in terms of like, like making like, the like, face of the company outside like, of Roman Reigns, like like Finn or yeah, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, because like because WCW they came to prominence in the mid '90s thanks to Hulk Hogan, thanks to Kevin Nash, Sting, Randy Savage. Yeah, like people that came in with notoriety. Yeah, that's so, why they got big. And so I feel like they would have died with those guys. Oh yeah, definitely. Because Hogan Sav- Savage is dead. Hogan's not even doing anything anymore. It's just it's just it's just sad because you know. I wish we had another company that was on the same wavelength so you could choose. 
you know. Um, I don't think w- WCW, to me, seems like if they would have won everything, if nothing happened the way it happened, WCW seems like, to me, it would have been the schoolyard bully that would have poked their fingers and said, we told you so, we told you so, and not really give a shit about the fans. Like, like I, I, I would never see, to this day, WCW giving us a WCW network and having WWF stuff on there. They may give us a network. I know I just contradicted myself there, but they probably won't give us any WWF stuff. At least, that's why I've always kind of deep down loved the WWF or WWE. It's because no matter what happens, they're classy. Well, see, the thing is, well, I think... They're the professional. Best, they're professional. I think the best part about um, the WWE currently is... Uh, I'm not going to say like Vince McMahon's like, oh, this creative genius and all that stuff, but he's a very smart businessman. I will give him that. You don't become a billionaire for no reason. Um, and I think that since WCW didn't have that, because they had Ted Turner, who just wrote checks. So and people, who literally said, I just want to beat Vince on Monday. That's all he cared. He didn't care about pay-per-views. Yeah, so like... The people in charge of WCW didn't have that business mindset, I don't think, that Vince McMahon has. I'm not saying he's a super genius or anything, but again, you know, become a billionaire for no reason. Yeah. Um, but we have all these these nice things, these shiny toys, because Vince McMahon's like, Vince McMahon saw a market and he exploited it. Mm-hmm. Like, he, Netflix is huge. How do I get in that game? Yeah. WWE Network. You yeah. know? Toys are a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um Hell, I went out and bought Riley a belt like a month ago. Yeah, and I got her two wrestling shirts for Christmas. You did? Yeah. So that's interesting. I just I just found that interesting with the invasion angle and how it was very poorly done. And I wish they could have done something a little bit different with it. And had, you know, the NWO come in against DX. They, like, that would have been great. Well, they and they tried to do that at WrestleMania. That was too late, though. In 15. Yeah, I know. Way too late, but they still tried to do it. That, that was the point. Yeah, when they had a Triple H against Sting. Sting. And then you knew Sting was going to lose because Triple H, for some reason, has got into this role of, I'm not going to wrestle until WrestleMania, but when I wrestle, I'm going to retire you. He only did that. Uh, Sting's the only person who did that with. But Sting actually wrestled in one more match after that. What are you talking about? He Didn't he retire... Um, he wrestled Seth Rollins for the WWE title at Night of Champions, and he uh, broke his collarbone or injured really? his shoulder, and he retired after that. Because he's, like, almost 60. Triple H is not 60. No, not Triple H. Sting. Oh, Sting. Yeah, Sting is, uh, I think it's like 57, 58 now. Sting was the only one that was loyal to WCW. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and uh, no, I'm sorry, Ric Flair left in the 80s. Yeah. So, I mean, Sting was the only one that was loyal. Is Sting as good as people say he is, or do they just like him because he was loyal? Um, I mean, I, th- I think he's... Like, he wrestles an old-school style. He came up in the 80s, so he's a power man. He's not, like, a finesse guy. Yeah. Um, he's not really, like, a technical guy. Yeah. Um, he's, he's just kind of uh, go-out-there-and-fight kind of style. Um, kind of like what Stone Cold was after he broke his neck, where he just kind of went out there and bummed. Like, not, like, not that sort of aggressiveness, but that's... That style where I'm just going to knock you in the face. Yeah, because Owen Hart fucked up on that one. Yeah, he messed up his neck. So, like, I, I, I'm a fan of Sting. Uh, I got the WWE 2K18. Uh, Sting 91 is my current WWE champion, and that's by design. That's not by accident. Yeah. yeah. Sting 91 is great. Mm-hmm. I love Sting. I, I'm a fan of the Sturfer Boy Sting, not not so much the Crow Sting. Which is literally what they said in the documentaries where he got the idea from. Mm-hmm. He was up in the rafters because NWO just destroyed everything. Um, fun questions before again before getting through a Royal Rumble. What is a better match? Uh, WWE's Hell in a Cell versus WCW's War Games. 
So I, I've I've only seen a few war games. I've seen most of the Hell in the Cells. I do think on a concept level, war games is vastly more entertaining. Um, but the the ones that I watched weren't that entertaining. The um, NXT this year. Uh, yeah, that was good. Takeover War Games. That was a great match. Now, just real quick, uh, what War Games and Hell in a Cell is to people? Hell in a Cell is literally a cage, like a like like a steel cage, but it goes like onto the floor. I don't know how to express it, but it goes. So when you wrestle inside the Hell in a Cell in WWE, you actually can go on the floor, but you're still in the cage. WCW uh, War Games is two rings next to each other with two cages, essentially. One long cage. One long cage with a roof just like Hell in a Cell. And you get one guy from each faction wrestling, and then every couple of minutes a, a random guy enters. So you could have a handicap match or whatever until all members of the teams are in. And the only way to win is if a submission happens or if the team quits. After everyone's in the match. After everyone's in the match. That's it. So I liked that idea. What I always found funny was a couple nights ago I watched um, the NWO versus WCW War Games Fall Brawl. Um, and Kevin Nash's head was almost touching the, the, the roof of the cage. Because the cage is very, very small. I found that fascinating. And also I found fascinating is that WCW guys didn't really utilize the cage like WCW guys would. I mean, I mean WCW guys didn't because there's no rule about you can't because there's no rule that you cannot exit the cage in war games. So why didn't they exit the cage and get chairs and get tables and I noticed they never did that. Well, uh, WWE did. Well, I guess I mean maybe is because now I know the WCW was before WWF before uh, when they went to like the more uh, reality based storylines. Um, but I, don't, I think they had like. Uh, since they were on a major network, just, uh, no, I'm not going to say they were on broadcast, but, I mean, TNT is a lot, was a lot bigger than USA Network okay. and stuff. So I think there might have been like, an, like a, a... But this is pay-per-view. Is it pay-per-view? War That's Games true. is pay-per-view. Ball, Ball get Crawl Ball is pay-per-view. It's just... Uh, maybe it's, uh, maybe cause, uh, just, well, because it's a bigger network, not network, uh, a bigger audience share and, and they're... They're kind of, you know, they get goosed to the color red or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just too much violence. Because, because I even Googled it when I watched it, and I was like, there's actually no rule that says you can't leave the cage. So why are you in the cage? They don't even padlock the cage like they do in Hell in a Cell. So it's like, get out of the cage, get a table, get a 2 by 4 wrapped in barbed wire, set it on fire. You know, like everything that they have done in a Hell in a Cell match. I think I think what it is I think it boils down to that the WCW because I mean the stuff I watched WCW because I've seen a few of the pay-per-views um, until like the late 90s they didn't really do like hardcore stuff. No, it was very vanilla. Yeah, like once W once the WWF started taking over and they were doing the the hardcore title and stuff like that. And WCW introduced a hardcore title and it it, it wasn't the same thing because they were that's not what their product is. You know, yeah. I feel like their product is. Because their their product is an evolution of NWA. It's an offshoot of the National Wrestling Alliance. So they're they're old school. They you know. Sorry, Ric Flair was there. Yeah, they still they're still in that territory mentality, trying to expand into the, like the WWF did, but not like it, like it's like uh you can I would can I would liken it to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Extended Universe. Oh, WCW is definitely DC. Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah. where 
Marvel has this idea and everybody wants to copy it. WWF was the first one to expand and think outside of the territories where we're going to have a national product. We're not just going to be a local to New York, you know, from New York to Chicago. That's not us anymore. Um, WCW was like, well, I got money. Ted Turner's like, I got money. I'm going to buy this company. We're going to make it. We're going to make it big, guys. And that's we're going to change the name to WCW and let it go. That's just, but that's not the people who who ran it. That's not what they did. That's not what they knew. No. Um, show names. Monday Night Raw, Monday uh, WCW Monday Nitro. Which name is better? Raw. Even even no bias. I think I think Raw is sound. Um, I think it makes it sound more interesting because it's it's uh, like uh, was it like uncensored? It gives me the concept of uncensored. Like anything could happen. See, I kind of like whereas, the Nitro name. Whereas Nitro just sounds like a, a cool buzzword to me, but not like not something that's like you know it's gonna hook you. Yeah, but Raw's not Raw anymore. That's Raw. Well, it used to be Monday Night Raw and the War Zone in the second hour, sir. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying it's not. I mean, when you think what you just said, oh, something interesting because the name, blah blah. It's 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 kidified now. Well, we're in the PG era. Yeah, which I don't think we're ever gonna get out of. I don't think so either, because uh, I mean, when you get so big and you have these stockholders. Yeah, and say the stockholders, you gotta you gotta please the stockholders, and you're not gonna reach. It's like with uh, movies with the R rating versus yeah. PG thirteen. You can have these movies that, that are PG-13 are going to, the theory is, are going to make, you know, millions of more dollars than R than R-rated counterpart because you have, you open yourself up to people under 17. But you have quickly realized that that's not the case sometimes. Well, I've realized, I, I knew, I mean, that was something I figured out a long time ago. Like, Hollywood doesn't, doesn't. It doesn't matter what it's rated, it's what your marketing is for before release. And if it's, it, and also if it's legitimately good. Yeah. Last show name. Thunder Smackdown. See, I think okay, so I think Thunder um, is a cheesier name, but I like it better. Um, like it better than Smackdown. Because Smackdown was a was a, the Rock's catchphrase, and I don't think you can name a show after one guy. You know. Well, he had so many. Well, he did. He was a catchphrase machine, but I think it's like I don't, it would be it would be like uh, calling it uh, like Suck It or something. Thursday or night, or. Suck it. Or Thursday night three sixteen. Yeah, uh, Thursday night rest in rest in peace. Yeah, there you go. It would, yeah, it's the same concept. So I think Thunder, um, from that standpoint, is better. Um, but also SmackDown is an unknown quantity, so that also would be like, hmm, that's interesting. Did Thunder come first? Yes. So SmackDown didn't steal its color. It did. Smack. So Raw came first, then Nitro, and then Thunder, and then SmackDown was a response to that. Gotcha. Okay, interesting. So we're going to uh, conclude our episode here, uh, not just fully conclude, but we're going to talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble that just happened a few weeks ago. Um, if you've not seen it and you're interested, you can turn this episode off, of course, but who won the men's Royal Rumble was Shinsuke Nakamura, and who won the women's Royal Rumble was Asuka. Two Japanese yep. wrestlers, which I don't think has ever happened before. No, uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, because Yoko is actually a Samoan fella. Oh, character. oh. Yokozuna actually won a Royal Rumble? 93. Oh, I didn't know that. So, the men's Royal Rumble was first, which I was shocked. Well, see, I thought, uh, I was hoping they were going to have that. I, I thought it would be the start of the pay-per-view, not the third match. Um, but I was hoping they were going to put the women on last, because if, if you're going to hype it up that much, I don't see why you wouldn't make it the main event. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked, but after I started to watch it, Ryan... I was like, oh, this makes sense that it's last because this Women's Royal Rumble is a traditional Royal Rumble. You're bringing in all of these old school legends 
And they didn't do that for the men's, really. You had a couple. You had a couple, but uh, for the women's, they, they needed it. Well, yeah, they don't have they, many women. Cause they, yeah, because they only have, I think on the main roster, they only have 20 or 21 women. So, they, I mean, that's a third of the rumble we have to fill in with people from outside. Would you have seen what I wanted to see, Lita versus Asuka? Not Lita, no. Trish, uh, I think. Lita's is a better wrestler. I don't think anymore, because um, she was in there for a little bit, and some of her cues were messed up. She kind of um, there was she'd had this like weird confrontation with Tamina before she eliminated her, because like someone someone in that in the between those two messed something up. And even like seeing Lita do the Lita salt, the moon salt from the top rope, that was pretty cool. I mean, that, that was back, great. That brought back a lot of memories. I missed the thong though. Yeah, she had like a bandana on her back, or she had like. Overall. She usually has like a thong. Yeah, like a whale tail. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. Um, but then she she moved real slow. She hasn't wrestled in a long time. She hasn't. Neither has Trish, but Trish looked like she didn't miss a step. No, I think Lita still wrecked from her uh, from her online sex with Edge on Raw that one time. Oh, the the live sex. Show. Where she actually was topless. I know. I saw it. I, I was one of the, that was one of the last episodes I watched. Yeah, that was bad. She regrets that, by the way. I don't see why she wouldn't. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Mm. But anyway, it was it was the time. It was the ruthless aggression. You had to be part of the product. You know. I, I mean, Trish is cool because the twelve-year-old boy in me is like, oh yeah, Trish. I just, but you know, now being thirty-one, I'm just like, I'd rather have seen Lita. I actually wanted to see Nia Jax maybe last a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Because she is the women's Undertaker. She's the women's Kane. You know, Big Show essentially. Yeah. And it's like, man, they ganked up on her and got her out. Ugh. Well, I mean, every Rumble has that has that sort of moment where they got you got the big guy and everybody else has to, you know, band together to throw him over the top rope. It's usually Braun Strowman, Big Show, or Mark Henry that they do that with. Yeah, but I mean, like in in my opinion, the best Royal Rumble of all time, the 2001 Royal Rumble in the Superdome. Well, I'm sorry, I don't know if it was Superdome. I have no it, was, idea. it was in New Orleans, but that was when the Stone Cold came back before WrestleMania 17. Oh, that's the best Rumble. Uh, Kane was came in at number five or whatever, and he lasted the whole damn time until the end. Mm-hmm. It's like so he was a big guy. It's just I just I just really wish that I would have seen Oscar, small little Oscar, go against Nia Jax. You know, like this, this bigger woman clearly than Oscar, and actually see her win because I was not happy with Oscar beating. Was it was it Brie? Nikki. Nikki. It it just it did not seem interesting those 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 final two. And I mean, I because we we did our our predictions league and all that stuff, and um, and in it I had originally I put Nikki Bella in my final four because I thought was, she wasn't announced, so it wasn't like official she was gonna be back for the match. I don't think I don't remember seeing anything, um, but I figured because she's been there for a long time and she's boning John Cena, they're engaged now. Um, that she was going to get some sort of some sort of push or rub in the match, and that, that's exactly what happened. And that's, I think that's disappointing. I think the the end of that match was disappointing. It was it was I mean it was a fun match. Um, I I don't think that the right call is having the Bellas be the final three. Bella the Bellas wins in Oscar because um, I think the Bellas are the I don't. So I don't, don't want to sound like a dick or anything, but I don't think they really have a place in, in, in what the WWE is doing with the female superstars They now. seem out of place. They do. They're more of the Divas era. They are. They, the I, end I, of the Divas era. I feel like, because like, um, if you want to look at it from this perspective, uh, Natalia, um, she came up during the Divas era. Um, she was one of the first, she's, she's been with Total Divas, the TV show, since the first season. 
but I mean, she feels like a like a wrestler. Like Charlotte feels like a wrestler. Like Sasha Banks feels like a wrestler. Because Natalia kind of was one of the founding women to kind of push this, get rid of the divas thing, and we are women champions. And right, I mean, I, I don't know what you want to call it. No, they call they 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 have the marketing term the re, the the women's revolution. And the all women's that stuff. revolution. Okay, thank um, you. I was looking I would, for a word. I'm sorry. I wouldn't say she was one of the forerunners at the forefront of that, but I. When you look at her in the ring, she's a wrestler. Yeah. Whereas I don't feel like watching Nikki Bella and watching Brie Bella wrestle, even in that Royal Rumble, they felt like they were out of place and that they didn't belong in the same ring with Sasha Banks or Asuka or Bailey. They didn't even belong in the same ring. I mean, like Trish Stratus shouldn't have been there. Well, see, I think Trish Stratus is actually a decent wrestler. She's not. She's not comparable to the people I just listed off, but she's not. She was never advertised back in the day as one. Well, no, because that was again that was the era. But, I mean, if you watched her matches with Lita and, um, what was it, Victoria, I think was her name. She also had Mickey James a little bit, too. Yeah, see, I enjoyed that little standoff they had. Because that, that, the, that was one of the last few rivalries I watched before I stopped watching in 2006. Um, let's just go to the men real quick. Are you Were you shocked that Finn Balor lasted as long as he did? No, I, I put him in my Final Four. I didn't think he was going to come out number one. He um, came number two. Oh, yeah, come on, number number two. one was Rusev. One and two. They both start the match. It's the same amount of time. Um, yeah, because uh, I had him in my final four. My final four was um, Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin, Balor, and Nakamura. Um, I put John Cena in. I took him out and put, replaced him with Corbin because I thought, oh, they, you know, they, they like Corbin. They're going to push him. Do they like Corbin? Because I, I don't like Corbin. I don't see Corbin. Well, they keep doing the start-stop push with him. Like, he won the money in the bank, and then he lost it. And then he won the U.S. title, and he lost it. And if that's, I mean, that that feels like they, they want to have faith in him, but then they lose faith in him quickly, so they change Because they remember life. they have Dolph Ziggler, but then they don't want to do with Dolph Ziggler either. No, I think Dolph Ziggler's time's up. I don't think he has much left he can do. Because he's won everything. Yeah. And he was number 30. Mm-hmm. I was that, surprised. And that was, I mean, and that's cool. Uh, like... When he came back at number, when he came back at number thirty, I was excited. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe they can, maybe they're gonna push him to, to win the rumble, you know, because thirty is like, uh, you know, a coveted spot, blah blah blah. Um, and then just eliminated him almost right off the bat. He's in for like two minutes, and like I don't, yeah. I, I don't understand what the point of that is because that feels like just a waste. It also seemed like a waste that he just gave up his United States Championship too. I know, and that he didn't like. I thought maybe he was gonna answer the open challenge uh, on the pre-show, which he didn't. Um, and then he wasn't even on last week's SmackDown, so I don't, I, it just, yeah, I feel like they've, they have nothing for him. Worst storyline in WWE, SmackDown, or Raw, right now? His? No. What is your oh. opinion? Oh, that's toughy. Um, that's just a... don't want to talk here, because I have one. Oh, well, you tell me yours, I'll think. Uh, SmackDown, Shane versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think maybe because that one's gone on too long, but I'm hoping it has a good payoff at WrestleMania. I hope it has no payoff. It is one of the worst stories I've seen because ever since you've given me access to the WWE Network, I've been watching wrestling like it's my job. And this is one of the worst storylines I've ever seen. Sami Zayn, all due respect, please don't take this the wrong way, audience, but Sami Zayn... No, he's fine. But I'm saying don't take this the wrong way, audience, because I'm going to make a reference joke. Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens' relationship is very, very homosexual to me, the way I take it. Sami like Zayn legit, acts like legit, like gay legit, dude, or like gay as in like, oh, that high school, like, could be no, a bad gay. No, 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 no. I mean, like, like, like they're lovers. Oh, okay. 
And the reason why I have a problem with that is because it doesn't make sense to me from Kevin Owens' character. Because I watched his documentary, um, 365, and like he, he was riding high. He had a good push. He was doing good things. And ever since he botched something or whatever, he pissed off Vince at WrestleMania the year before. Because I remember that Vince didn't like his match. You saw the documentary. Yeah. He just seemed to go down the tubes after that. And now he's with this guy who seems like he's infatuated with Kevin Owens. He's head over heels. They used to be enemies, but then in Hell in a Cell, he came out of nowhere and pulled him off the table. It's like, who is this guy? Why is he here, essentially? Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn has been on the main roster, I think, since uh, WrestleMania 2016, I well, want to say. Well, I understand that but he's never, been around. They never pushed him. No, they never pushed him. first real push. But I'm get. saying is that, because I know that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had a thing against each other at NXT. I'm just saying the relationship just feels weird. The storyline feels weird. See, to me, I, yeah, I like the storyline, and I feel like I, I'm afraid they're going to break them up before WrestleMania. I really hope they don't. Um, but to me, like, to you, it comes across as sort of like an infatuation, like, uh, you know, hero thing. I feel like it's, uh, it comes across to me as like a little brother looking up to a big brother, wanting what the big brother has, you know? But what does the big brother Kevin Owens have? Nothing anymore. Kevin Owens has been the United States champion. He's been the Intercontinental champion. He has uh, been the Universal champion. NXT champion, um, and just same on the main roster. Sami Zayn hasn't gotten anything. He's been he's been there for a year and a half, and almost no, he's been there for almost two years, and he hasn't won a singles title. Yeah, but I really hope that Kevin Owens and the WWE does not forget all those championships that Kevin Owens won and won and and push him again to be a single guy because the storyline is just getting ridiculous, especially with Shane. It's like Shane, you're done, dude. You're not gonna have a Stone Cold. Stop trying to push these guys or you're stone cold. That's the way I'm taking it. You his, think Kevin Owens is stone cold? No, I think that Shane wants a stone cold. Like his uh, daddy has a stone cold and all that issue that went on, you know, hit my head with the bedpan while I'm in the doctor's office. You I know, love that thing that same makes me smile every time. You know what I mean? And then I put and put a catheter up Vince's ass. I, 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 I think Shane wants his stone cold. And for some reason, he picks Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to be his stone cold. And Shane, you're failing. That's just my. I mean, like you're not gonna get a Stone Cold, buddy. As my hope, my hope is that um, either Shane McMahon or um, Daniel Bryan are gonna turn heel, one of them, and they're gonna have some big blow off at Mania, whether it's a match or if it's just a, like a quote brawl in the back or something. I like that. I feel like that would be the better payoff than having him than having like Shane McMahon wrestle Owens and Zayn. Do you think it would have been better for the storyline if uh, Owens and Zayn did become co-WWE champions and beat AJ Styles at the handicap match? Do you think that would have been an interesting angle? Because they did not tag each other during that match. That was an interesting storyline. Yeah, well, that, that, that's just a way to, per, to perpetuate the storyline further to try to get it to WrestleMania, which is uh, not this paper, not this pay-per-view, not the next one, but the one after that. What's after Elimination Chamber? Uh, Fastlane. Ah, boo. Fastlane. Okay. Yeah, Fastlane doesn't really matter because by then you kind of know all the WrestleMania stuff, and it's just kind of filler. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think if you made them co-champions, it would have devalued the title, and it would have just. I don't. I don't think that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens need the title to feel like they're important. I don't think AJ Styles needs either, but I think that's it, good. It's around his waist or his shoulder, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, I mean. I just, I just wish Kevin Owens. What I want is Kevin Owens to turn on Zayn, and do some stupid storyline where it's like, it was me all along, blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't care about you. I never have. I've just been using you, you know, kind of a thing. I mean, that's probably how it's going to end because that's what he did with uh, Chris uh, Jericho. That's what he did with Chris Jericho, huh? Yeah. Well, I think we've gone on long enough. Well, I mean, well, let's, 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 I want, there are some questions I have about the Royal Rumble, too. Oh, um, please, yeah, go ahead. What was your, who, who, who did you hope to win? Not who you thought was going to win, but who, watching it, did you, were you like, I want you to win? I just want to get this out of the way right now. Asuka, for sure. Okay. Um, I really wanted her to win, because I really love her. Uh, but for the men, I really wanted Finn. Finn. Yeah, because I thought Finn did not get a chance to become the Universal Champion because of his real-life injury. So I figured, okay, they were going to have Finn go against the champion at WrestleMania, but Brock Lesnar was going to lose the championship before WrestleMania. So it would have been a... Um, uh, I don't know what you want to say it, but an actual good foe and not a beast like Brock Lesnar against Finn. You know what I mean? Oh, because Finn's a small dude. Brock Lesnar will destroy him. I mean, yeah. I like Finn, but, I mean, come on, man. Um, well, it's, it could have been, like, uh, the Brock Lesnar-AJ Styles match from Survivor Series. Because Finn and AJ are kind of the same size. Yeah, but I think AJ's pushed more than Finn. He is pushed more than Finn. I think Finn is pushed more as the Demon. I think if Finn was on SmackDown, he would be in the same position as AJ Styles. Yeah, but Finn needs to focus on the Demon. I saw, That's what I think the audience likes more. Well, the demon's only like for special occasions and stuff. He can't bring that out every time because it's supposed to be like a superpower sort of thing. Yeah, I know. He can't be like the voodoo guy who eats worms all the time back in the mid 2000s. The boogeyman. Yeah, that guy was bad, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Those are real worms too. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Uh, the okay. So watching the Royal Rumble, I really wanted Rusev to win. I knew I knew it was gonna happen. Um, but I'm a huge fan of Rusev. Um, I'm deeply considering getting a Rusev Day t-shirt, um, getting the Rusev Day calendar, where every day is Rusev Day. And uh, I really wanted him to win. He came out number one. I was disheartened, but he lasted a long time. He was in there for half of the match. He did. Uh, ever since I watched the re uh, an episode a few weeks ago about Total Divas, I have fallen in love with Rusev. Yeah, dude's funny. I did not care when he fought... Uh, against John Cena Battleground for a flag thing because I didn't I just started to get back into it at that point so I didn't know but the reason why I fell in love with the guy was because his wife who was a terrible wrestler Alana uh, is dressing all the respect to her but she was dressing like a whore in front of his family and everything that's what she does and out in public so he goes okay so then at the end of the episode she comes home from shopping and he is mowing the lawn in a man's speedo black speedo just a black speedo and he's a big guy. And all the neighbors are pointing and laughing and making fun of him. He doesn't give a shit. And then she pulls up and, what are you doing? You dress like this when you go out in public? Why can't I? And she learned her lesson. And I was like, I like you, Rusev. No, and I, I was incredibly disappointed and deeply angered with how they eliminated him because it was his elimination was pointless. It, it made no sense to me. I don't know if, if someone wants to explain uh, how it makes sense, I can't wrap my head around it. Because had, you had Broken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, who are enemies. Currently, they're in a rivalry. A feud, if you will. Um, they team up to eliminate uh, Rusev. Yeah, and then, I think that would happen. And then immediately throw each other out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. And for the women, I really wanted Becky Lynch to win. Knew it wasn't going to happen. God, I love Becky she Lynch. Came out, she came out number one, or number two. Sasha Banks was there was a while too. Sasha Banks was okay. This is so Sasha Banks was Finn Balor and Becky Lynch was Rusev. Pretty much. Yeah, that's how. That's um, how it down. 
advice for WWE for the future at Royal Rumble. Nobody gives a fuck about how the New Day guy is not going to be eliminated. Oh, I enjoy this. He landed on the guy's chest, and then they put his feet on pancakes. Mm-hmm. The reason why it sucks, because I saw the one the year prior or whatever where he's on his hands. The reason why it sucks is because they did it for the women, too. Uh, you spend all this time to be like, oh, my God, they're not eliminated because both their feet did not touch the ground. But as soon as they get in the ring, they get eliminated. Yeah. It's it's stupid. It's, uh, what, what's, what's the third word in the title? World Wrestling... Entertainment. I know oh, it's entertaining. Okay. I know it's entertaining, but it's just like, but you're gonna get thrown out. I knew because I watched the Royal Rumble, you know, of of, of when he had Xavier Woods, whatever, when he did the same thing, coffee or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, so he landed in the guy's chest. Now he's on a bunch of pancakes. Ha ha ha. As soon as he gets in the ring, he's gonna be eliminated. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. Kofi, the point. King, Kofi Kingston's never gonna win a Royal Rumble. I know that. I don't he's want him to win. He's not the kind of guy who wins. A, I'm surprised Shinsuke Nakamura won a Royal Rumble. I'm actually really surprised the WWE. I'm had. very happy. I'm very happy. Uh, so I'm he's really going against surprised. AJ Styles, which is gonna be amazing. Um, yeah, um, but I, I think those always those always tickle me. It, it, it's sort of it's sort of like the uh, running gag this year with uh, Heath Slater getting his butt kicked. He couldn't get in the ring until um, somebody threw him in. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. I'm a daddy. Or whatever. So. I got kids. I got kids. I got kids. Um, cool. Who did that for the women? Uh, Naomi did the Kofi Kingston. Thank you, Naomi. Yeah. I'm not a Naomi fan. Okay, with her. I like Alexa Bliss. I love Alexa Bliss. You like Alexa Bliss? Mm. She's gonna lose the title. Yeah, to uh, Oscar. Sasha Banks. So I, I feel in my heart of hearts that Sasha Banks is going to win the Elimination Chamber and she's gonna face Oscar at WrestleMania. Who's facing Charlotte? That's uh, on SmackDown. Yeah, but who's facing Charlotte? Uh, we don't know yet. Because that's the whole thing is that they said at Royal Rumble, Asuka, you can choose who you want to wrestle. Well, the champion of your choosing, she could choose right there between Charlotte on SmackDown or who Alexa Bliss on Raw, and then Ronda Rousey comes out. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, so I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna hot shot Ronda Rousey into the women's title picture because they got this whole thing with them with Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. But why did they bring her out and she pointed to the WrestleMania sign a bunch of freaking times and? Oh, because you can get press that way. <laughs> okay, was she on SmackDown or Raw anytime last no. week? So she didn't come back at all. She wasn't on Raw this week either. So it do you know because you get all the deep info? Is she actually oh, signed on as an actual wrestler? Yeah, she's full time under full time contract. I think it's a year. I think. So, but she just wasn't on there last. Week. She just wasn't on there. It's just, it's probably because she's she's too raw, too new. I guess she's not like used to the whole there's, how how everything works. There's gonna be a triple threat match for the women's championship, either SmackDown or Raw. It's gonna be Ronda, Asuka, and whoever Asuka chooses. I'm I think it's gonna be. I think WrestleMania is going to be um, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Um, and then they might throw Ruby Riot in there so, for a triple threat. But I th- Ruby. Ruby Riot, yeah. But I think, because they're trying, to, I feel like they're trying to build her up to challenge Charlotte for the title. Um, but I think that, um, what's her face? Carmella. I think Carmella is going to cash in her money in the bank. She, she tried, but it would fail. Yeah. Well, she didn't. No, she didn't cash it in. She she, she, she tried to get the match started and it didn't yeah. work. But I think she's gonna she's gonna successfully cash it in after that match at WrestleMania. Yeah. I just I just I just really think it would be interesting because Oscar's definitely gonna face Ronda somehow. Somehow, because there's no reason to introduce her, have her point to the banner, and yeah. We'll see though. We got a month and a half to go. We do. It's uh, the so. beginning of April. All maybe right. maybe we'll do another fudget about WrestleMania. We have. WrestleMania 4, the 
f fudge at four. Fudge at four. Attack of the fudge. Attack of the fudge. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to our wrestling fudget episode part three. Fudget three. Was it the revenge or the, the revenge. return? The revenge. The revenge, revenge of fudgy. Uh, and hopefully next week when we uh, come back together again, we'll have uh, Brother Brandon and we can do our Back to the Future commentary episode part two. Thank you for downloading that, by the way. One of the most popular episodes I've been downloaded this month so far, which has only been six, seven days. But still, thank you. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, I still Brandon's not pooping so much next week. Yeah, he lactose intolerant can't have cheese anyway well thank you so much everybody for downloading us make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com on movieguyspodcast.podbean.com on twitter which is at movieguyspod and also on facebook movieguyspodcast uh, other than that thank you so much for downloading us and uh, we'll be back next week for another awesome episode of podcast thank you so much best friend Ryan All right. bye everybody bye